0: A peach Crayon it's our Edition. Hey, y'all! That's right. We are back again with another fun-filled episode of I'm Not a Peach Crayon, and this time we're taking on a fun topic. Yes, <laughs> well, everything is fun. It's true. true. Just it can have very deep and insightful conversations as well. But on a more of a lighter note, we decided to do cosplay this Something time around. Is- why did we d- wh- Okay, so let's let's go with this. Do you cosplay, Kristen? I do not. Have. If I had the money, mm. I probably would. Well, At least try it without money, you know, or they make it work. Would you have you ever cosplayed? I have not. Mm. What would be the ca- first character you would do? Honestly, it would be one of the Dormilaje. From Black Panther, mm-hmm. and aside from that, it might be a character from uh, the cartoon Ruby. Cartoon Ru- Ruby, mm-hmm. Ruby, what's that one? R W B Y. Um, you'll you'll know when you see it, but I've it never basically, it. it was you can see it, find it on Rooster Teeth, um, and you can watch it for free. But it's about uh, a group of girls who f- are a team, and the the name of the show makes up the initial the first initials of each of their names oh and how they are fighting against basically monsters so they're hunters that fight monsters got it and it's called ruby r w b y ruby white just throws things at you and blake you and, and an yang american okay so it's an american yes. animated series oh. yes it is that's cute I like how they're all different colors and stuff. Yeah, they have different colors and their outfits are different. Are they different, I would like, want. elements? No. No, One but, but like they use fire. different powers. Okay. All right. That looks cool. I'll have to check this out. See, oh, this is what sure. happens. Oh, yeah. for sure. Anime is such a great... So, honestly... So, basically, most people associate cosplay with anime, but like they Kristen did. said um, earlier, she wanted to be the, uh, the Dora Milaje. It doesn't have to pertain just to anime. It's basically any fan dressing up as any character from a fandom uh it could be a sci-fi tv show it could be a comic book it could be an anime anything like books movies whatever so basically it's just the the excuse to dress up whatever as whatever you want to be and so we're talking about what that means and also just what that means being a person of color specifically for us black women uh and cosplay world because there are people who would think that black people do not cosplay but oh we're all out there just like major credit cards we're everywhere you want to be yes which was uh so when we were gearing up for this episode i found the name i think it was like something bell I, I posted it on our facebook but uh she is the creator of the hashtag uh cosplay black cosplayers here cosplayer here so it was kind of like to draw attention to that question where people are like black people don't like anime or don't like to be do do geeky quote-unquote nerding things because there's a stereotype that they only like specific things and so it's like no we're here we're out here doing these creative imaginative like fantastical costumes like one time I think I showed you a video clip of it that I saw this one woman on well, one person, I don't know if she if they identify. Uh, but they were had this like moving outfit that was like this underwater sea world and at night it glowed in the dark and had smoke coming off of it. And I was I Wow, was like, no Damn. You did not show me that. That sounds amazing. I, I do not have time for that, but I would love to have time. Like I love costuming. That's Halloween was always my favorite time of year. See, Halloween ended up not being my favorite time because For the longest time because our parents did not have the the money to buy us costumes we had to make i I had to be creative oh yeah and that was and that was a thing so i kind of fell out of that and then came the time where mom was like you're You're too too old old. to be trick-or-treating so you get to stay inside and dole out candy and so for me i kind of just like don't think about it because halloween is not a fun time for me because for, it just hasn't actually ever been. I can only remember ever having like one costume that was bought. And then I had to like recycle it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I took it the other route though. Like I liked the, the creative challenge of us not really having the ability to get like all the costumes. Like I had to make up my own stuff and use bits and pieces of things that I found. I liked. And then when I also hit the age of you're too old, I would still find ways to dress up or I did Ren fair. Like I would go to the Renaissance fair with my friends and like, dress up like that or I would go to uh, ASIN which was the anime convention I think they still have it or you know pre-COVID but that was the anime convention so like I found other outlets and even with school they had days where like you could dress up or do weird funky things and even though I hated school spirit I loved and jumped at the opportunity to like dress up I did none of those things um, but I do enjoy watching other people dress up and seeing the other creativity that people have because i'm like wow that's that's amazing amazing." or you know i never thought about that um especially when you're talking about black people who are cosplaying Mm. um i went to c2e2 for the first time a couple years ago and it was really fun and i got a chance to like i just pretty much spent the entire day there going through like the the different uh what is it they call them sorry sessions that they had yeah Yeah, to like listen to people talk and things like that and um I thought it was amazing but also to see the different costumes and you had a variety of people wearing different costumes Mm. and I'm like oh I recognize that right I know where that's from and it just it, it didn't matter and I felt like this nice sense of camaraderie because people were very polite from what I could see mm. to other people, even if they were dark skin to light skin, it didn't matter. But if you had a good costume or you put in like a hundred percent, you effort. could tell, even if it's mm-hmm. your different color, you could tell what that character was. Yeah. 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 Of course. Uh, that's, that's the, and that's I think there's a video that we posted, but I, it's the same concept that I've heard from a lot of, especially POC cosplayers out there where it's like you, it's, it, doesn't matter what color you are because these are fictional characters as long as you're embodying like the essence of who that character is um, you can do whatever you want, and the, I mean, they switch the genders of right? the characters all when the they time. Do cosplay, so I was like, "What? Well, why does can't it matter you if you switch their skin color? Especially <laughs> if like they're a different color altogether, like purple or green or something." I remember seeing this girl dress up as Piccolo, and she did a really great job. And people were like, "Well, you can't be Piccolo because you're black." And I was like, first of all, first of all, first Piccolo of all, is not Piccolo black. is the blackest character <laughs> in Dragon Ball Z. First off, <laughs> b he has green skin." So it don't matter, but it goes back to that white snack joke where he was like, where they told that little Indian woman that she couldn't be a hobbit, and it was was like, brown, right? And it's like the concept of all this magical world, there can't be brown people. So it's like, we can suspend our disbelief on so many things. And yet it's so easy for people to be like, oh, but because you're this color or because you're this gender or non-binary or whatever. You can't fit this role. It's like no, like no, I I, I can. These are fictional, mo- <laughs> these are fictional characters, and you can do whatever you want with a fictional character. You can reimagine fictional characters however you want. Um, I because when you mentioned that, it made me think of one of my coworkers who she and her boyfriend dressed up as um, uh, was it Star Lord and Gamora? Mm-hmm. Okay, so she's a lat a Latina. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was dressed up as Gamora and her outfit was quite amazing like she went, did the green paint looked it up, the tutorials bang. like the whole nine yards mm-hmm. and I was like man that's amazing like she and her boyfriend look like Star-Lord and Gamora and I the first thing I didn't think of was, wow, well, the character who, the actress who played Gamora was uh, oh, black, so you can't do that because you're a Latina. Like, that never crossed my mind. I was like, man, that's a great costume. Like, you really look like Gamora. That's a great job. And people who were there when they went to C2E2 were taking picture with them. They got into a group picture with some other people who dressed up as different characters for um, that particular for Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. So you had like a whole set. And that's what matters. You got the whole set. But it was like super fun. And and so when I was going through and reading the different articles about black cosplayers, it wasn't surprising, but it was kind of sad to hear how you have people who would be like, well, you can't do that because this per- character is not black. Um, or and even. how <laughs> I was reading one thing, and I, c- I can't remember which w- what it was, and all the things that we were talking about, but one of them was for a uh, demon slayer. Mm. How they just had their uh, new movie come out, yeah, uh, with the demon train. Um, I like that. Sh- I like that show, <laughs> but somebody had told someone who was uh, cosplaying as the sister. Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name. Oh, um, uh, yeah. I can't think of her name either. But but if you know Demon Slayer, y- you'll know who I'm talking about because there's mm-hmm. only one sister, brother duo that's that you can see in there right now. But, um, oh, Nezuko. Mm. So someone had dressed up as Nezuko and the person was like, you can't you can't be Nezuko because Nezuko is white. And I was like, first she's of all, Nezuko Japanese. is not white. Nezuko is Japanese. <laughs> I was like, so, first off, which is... It's, it's, but, like, that it was, like, where the person was like, oh, no, you can't do that because she's white. I was like, well, yeah, they can because, first of all, Nezuko is Japanese, so white. all you white people, so they should be saying, oh, I'm sorry, you can't play her because you're white. Sorry. But it's funny because... People have been trying to get me to watch Demon Slayer for a while, and it's on my list, but like, I just, I like to watch stuff with subtitles, so it takes me a while to get into the show to yeah. have time to watch it. But, uh, I saw actually, and this is another thing that I think has helped encourage, like, more people of color, and black people specifically, to be, like, emboldened, to be, to, like, get into it if they haven't, or to be, like, uh,. Um, more vocal or like in the spotlight now is that you see a lot of artists drawing anime characters in different ethnicities. And so I saw a artist rendition of Netsuko as a black woman with like locks. Oh, that'd have been cool. And it looked so cool. And I was like, who's this character? Is this in the show? And I went and I was like, oh, this is just, but I was like, still, it's things like that. That's interesting to me. And I actually, I wish I could find it now, but there was a a TikTok or something or YouTube where not youtube uh an instagram post where this girl she did a little video where someone was like you can't do this character because you're black and it was just basically like a f u you video like you can't tell me what to do i can do whatever i want and it's there's a point i wanted to get to that i thought about earlier and it's like it makes me it harkens to those times when as a little kid even just with halloween where like little kids for example a little girl wanted to be a disney princess Let's say at the time there wasn't any black Disney princesses when we were younger. And so if you wanted to be. There were none. Except for Jasmine. Everyone was like, oh, there's the lion. I was like, I don't want to be a goddamn lion. I mean, I I want to be a lion. That's not a a black Disney princess. Exactly, exactly. That's an animal. I mean, yes, I want to be a lion, but no, that's not the same thing. But regardless, when you're younger and that whole concept of like, well, you can't be Snow White because you're Not white or that kind of like you can't be Belle. And I remember as I've gotten older, and I've seen little girls dressing up as like Disney or or little boys or girls or whatever, dressing up as like characters that when I was younger, I remember hearing people say to other people or myself, like, you can't be that character because you're this color. So hard, it's so Mm -hmm. warming to see like now that you can like little kids running around whatever they want to be but you also see now those adults who were told that they can't be these people because whatever realizing these fantasies and being whoever they want and there was a woman in the video she was saying that she picks the characters that she cosplays because they either exhibit qualities that she associates with herself or things that she wishes she could aspire to be right i remember seeing that woman in the video Mm. and i thought yeah like that is really cool because yeah if you think about it yeah i mean because we look at these things because they exhibit parts of ourselves or just this creative thing that we like and enjoy But like man it would be cool to be like this particular Mm. character or that particular character um but when you talked about like having Uh, nezuko and she has dreadlocks Mm. um that just reminded me of one of the articles that Mm. um, we had to read or that we read and where it was basically talking about or this person was talking about how you know it's nice to have certain characters because you have like afro samurai Mm. where people can be like oh yeah and now you have yasuke yeah um is which is another one but here you have where you can still take any of these other characters that are out there and you can add like little different parts like, of yourself or parts of yourself. So you could have someone with like kinky hair or dreadlocks. Yeah, or- I remember that guy said he tries to incorporate his dreads into every or into like into the character. Yeah, and it was like you can still do the same character. It's just reimagining. So. Yeah. That's and the whole point it, of- you can still figure it out. I'm like it still makes it cool um but And the things that we were looking at in the videos that we were watching, it also made me think of how there are some people who cosplayers who are like, I don't like to be like, hey, you're the black version of whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. You're just that character. Right. And I was like, you know what? Because that would be something that I would say. Mm. And I would be like, you know what that that is true because I don't be like, oh wow, that's the cool like Indian version of whatever that is. Right. I wouldn't say that. But we, for some reason, we like to do that when it comes to Black people. When it mm. when they do anything, oh, it's like that's the Black version of this or the Black version of that. Right? Like, Why does gotta black, be a Black? We talked about this something? before. It was like the right. Black Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, it was like yeah. it's not. Anything like Bonnie and Clyde? Why did, but and you were like, well, that's because that's the only thing that they have to compare it to. But we don't say like that's the Indian version of Bonnie and Clyde. No, or anything I'm probably like that. sure there's people who are out there who say that we but do. Still. We still we tend to anything that's not the white standard. You know, like because I've heard it for other other things where it's like, oh, that's the Asian blah blah blah, or that's the so we do do it. It's anything that's not white that we tend to put that label. We just have more context of being black in America because that's usually what the the other is and then there's everything else but i to your point yes like there shouldn't be a reason why we have to say this is the indian or the black or the asian version of anything it is just this is this character this is this person as this this character character. right Right. yeah jinx you owe me a soda uh but that's the fun thing about i like even now i've been starting to follow more and more cosplayers uh on our certain accounts because once uh you know covid is a thing not in the past per se but you know manageable where we can do conventions like i really want to start to get back into doing cosplay and doing different characters that either i imagine because that's the other thing it doesn't necessarily have to be a character from anything that is already out there if you imagine i've seen people Come up with their own characters and then create these amazing costumes and these storylines behind it. So there's so much, and what I love about this is this just shows raises the level of awareness of the creativity of Black folks. Like we're not one sided, we're not monolithic. There's so much to us, and sometimes the creativity that I see people of color do to like keep per- versions of themselves as they portray these characters almost outshines what the original character looks like. Cause they'll add like patterns. I've seen people add patterns from like cultural um, cloth, like related cloth and like textiles or different styles of like uh, body art based on like their culture and incorporating that. The only reason I found out about, what was it? Uh, kaizen jujitsu jujitsu yeah, was because I saw um, a it's in the plant. I saw a woman dress up as the uh, the demon, which now his name is, uh, it's Yuji's UG, character when he becomes a demon. But I saw her dress up and it was like mistress, whatever. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Let me look up this character. And it took me a minute to find the, the anime because she did the she, it was a female she switched the gender right and th- so she not only did she switch the gender she's this black woman and she like did this like awesome color play with like how the demon scars are yeah and I was like I would watch whatever anime if that character looked exactly like her like I, that even I was kind of almost slightly disappointed when I saw the actual <laughs> demon that she was mimicking off because I was like your character looks so much cooler I would definitely watch anything that you were in well I already had watched. Jiu Kaisen or it's sorcery fight in tr- in English. Mm. Um, and I watched it, it was I, I do I watch mm. usually I watch the dub versions of things, but sometimes I watch the sub and the dub version of it, especially if I really like it. Mm. So um, but yeah, I would like to see that one. I know that one of the other articles that we were looking at with uh, cosplayers, there were a bunch of there were women and they were dressed as like different characters. Mm. Like some of them were uh, black there. characters but others were mm. not. And I was like, "Oh, you could still like tell because they had the pictures of them side by side." And right. I was like, "Man, you can tell exactly." It's, it's yeah. their uh, their uh, their outfits were amazing. Like, like that's like what I was. Amazing. That's what it gets me It's like, how did they get the, the some of these things where it's just like that material looks yes. expensive or spot on or time like, consuming? Yeah, like it is time consuming. Like one mm-hmm. of the ones that I was looking at was um from Juzu Suzuwa from Tokyo Ghoul, mm-hmm. and I mean that particular character super crazy but i like them but when i saw what the oh yeah woman did like you can totally see and i was like wow i never would have thought like because she of course the character is a is male but she did a female version and so her skin is of course darker so, but still, like she you mean, can totally—that's yeah. the thing—is like the, thing. like the character, em- and you're like, man, I could, uh, I could see that character. You embody exactly. the character features, features, and like things like that. Then, yeah, anyone who's an actual fan will be able to, and even if they're not a fan of the show, they will be like, wow, that's so cool. Who's that character? As long as you don't look like a trash fire. Yeah, you know? like there was another one. I don't know about what Snot Girl is, but I looked at the picture, and I was like, wow, oh, that's like—it cool. was yeah. really well done. Yeah, like, no, and no. that's what I appreciate. Like when it's well done. Like it may mm-hmm. not be like a hundred percent, but if you can see that somebody puts some like real effort behind it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I I appreciate that. I appreciate the time and the effort and the work and the creativity, because like mm-hmm. people make it work with with whatever they have before the, they're either able to afford like the more expensive materials. People do are the MacGyvering ish that people do with cosplay that I've seen, even just for my own attempts to like do certain things. It is a lot of work, and it is amazing. But boy, I saw that one. Yeah. Uh, I'm so jealous of the time, and I'm really, that's something I'm trying to get back into doing, because as I, like, watch burlesque performers, and the way they, like, create these characters and other performers on stage, and, like, the costuming design behind that, and I see all these other people doing cosplay, I'm like, I want to go play dress-up. That's the kind of dress-up I like playing. play. Well, I think, you know, it's something fun, and it gives you, like, a little bit of a break from the the harshness sometimes of reality mm. and of like going through like the emotions, like to just have some time to just be like, to just be somebody else for like a little bit or embody someone else
1: right? for just
0: a, a short amount of time, I think does so much to just kind of help like center, recenter you, you know, you get a chance to be someone else, look at, look from a different perspective mm. and then you can come back to, you know, life as you know it after that time period is done There's also a lot of, um, I feel like, the companionship that can be made when you, A, put into work, but, like, you find a cohort or a group of people that, like, you commune with and, like, making group costumes together or being able to do things together that display the level of creativity and the interest that you have. Uh, As we started building this podcast, one of the things I did started to do was, like, follow different cons and conventions and cosplayers on our account so that, like, we just have this flooding access of, like, dope people and things and characters and creativity we also follow with chocolate city comics and like anime afro and it's just like there's there was something interesting i think i either read or was in one of the videos i think it was something i read uh in our article was that like the and it's a common uh, idea that you've heard in other industries as well of like, if there's not an, a market of people out there creating that represent like this, this market that's out there, people will create for themselves and create this market. And as you can see, like nowadays you have Idris Elba buying and or cr- creating or buying an anime student studio with his wife. And you've got other uh, yeah, sure. people of color starting to like gain access to either being able to be animators or creating their own animations or whatever movie or TV show. Um, the guy who, when I was reading about Yatsuke, uh, I found out that they had hired a, a, a half or a mixed race person who spoke Japanese to be the voice of Yatsuke. So, like, you have all these things that people are putting themselves out there, and and someone else made a really good point in one of the articles you sent, was like, these, this is our money. Our money right. has been, like, paying for anime, and we should be able to be out there representing ourselves and exploring and, like, getting, getting seen for the fandom that we are and not like the horrendous and especially when you go back and look at like older anime of what they did to black people. And you're like, what the heck? Mm. Like that doesn't mm-hmm. even look like what black people look like. What kind of the big cherry lips. Is yeah. The it was right. like male and female. It was yeah. like black people don't look like this. <laughs> Are you sure? So oh, I'm positive. I've been around enough of them, <laughs> but still like, of course a lot of the things have animation has gotten better over time. But yeah, like you said, um, our money does help pay for a lot of these things, anime, books, movies, a, like MCU. Like, I remember when they were talking about um, Black Panther, about, you know, would a all-black or predominantly black cast yeah. be able to bring in money? And now, look and at this. And now, but as soon as they could do it with an all-black cast, like, look at what has come after that. Right. So now you have Kung Fu that's on the CW, which mm-hmm. is a predominantly – uh asian cast yeah it was like but that probably would not have happened it may have but it probably would not have happened if there hadn't been money and you would have found that there's a huge market for and that's uh, for for you know uh, you can you can have a predominantly or all black cast of superhero characters in like a super that are just all white yes and it make money right and that's what Mm -hmm. never made sense to me and i feel like this is an argument that i've stated for different things of like I feel like if people say that money is the root of all, you know, like is the root of all swaying forces, you know, people will do anything for like money. Then when I think of like those people in power who are like apparently taking advantage, or not apparently are taking advantage of us, I'm like, you would make so much more money if you would just represent everyone. It would be more beneficial to you in the long run if you cared more about money than like your your internal racist whatever issues that you're having wow we would be far ahead with like the the level of representation that is truly needed out there like it just i feel like it's maybe it's just maybe random rambling but i just feel like it makes so much more sense for people who are who are in positions of power and like have money and want more money to just make more money by like giving us the representation because if it's there we'll buy it you know uh, they want to make keep making it the old way where they just keep people it divided just doesn't it doesn't make any all. sense but i mean i love that there's this this push or not even a push I feel like it's been happening for a while but like this wave of like just POC like nerdum dumb. and I I say nerddom in the sense of like all these things that were t- believed that like we couldn't be a part of because like as a stereotype as like black people we weren't nerds and if you were a nerd you got beat up I think like, you, like the stereotype would be st- the Steve Urkel yeah character and it was like nobody wants that 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 that's about it but you know you didn't we saw know, white game kids playing video games, but right. you see black kids playing video games. They were or playing if basketball they did, they, something. if they did have video games, there was like only certain kinds of ones that like were fighting or football games or whatever. Right. It's just all these things that were told that we couldn't be a part of. And it's like so beautiful to see, you know, A, the creativity, the storylines, even like with, um, uh, what do you call it, when they write their own fan fiction fan fiction fan uh, fan, fan fiction you know you see people now taking stories that like either there's question about the the diversity in the script or like the characters and just creating these whole other uh worlds and diversity based on like their own understanding of like their fantasy world or horrible endings because sometimes i'm like that's a horrible horrible ending (laughs) where you're like i could do better and then they write a better one right there's there's just this is like a black joy moment for us. Like in terms of this episode with cosplay, it's just like the amount of like people out there just, yeah. Like there are so many more people out there than I thought there were. And even I found out about dragon con, which I had never heard of before Mm -hmm. while doing this, which is in Atlanta. Even when I told you about it, when we went to audacity Fest, but uh, well, I forgot. See, that's what happens when you get old. Can't remember anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but I want to one, one of these days I like to go to Dragon Con yeah. and to just I saw a video of it that they had on YouTube and I'm like it looks awesome looking at all these black people wearing costumes and like you had people families dressed up and it was mm-hmm. like it's the same thing that I see at like C2E2 Both not as many black people though but yeah. this time around you like a huge number of black people. there's also uh, two other ones because I was looking at specifically black or POC uh, uh, conventions or like popul- uh, dominated conventions. And the other one was uh, BlurredCon in Virginia, and then I there was another one, Quirk one con in uh, North Carolina. I'd like to go to BlurredCon. Mm. BlurredCon? Yeah, Blurred yeah, con. all the cons. Yeah, I'd go to all the cons. Right. Actually, I <laughs> would at least <laughs> once. I would go to all the cons. That would be a fun thing. That's uh, th- th- and that's actually <laughs> and the just conversation you showed up for like kiss the cons. And see, this is <laughs> another thing is like the idea. Like some people were saying that you know, black culture. Why do black people love, you know, anime or Asian culture so much? And it's like we actually grew up with a lot of that. It like. It, we watched um the last dragon growing up yes because there, there are a, a lot best. of yeah of that and kung fu and like the crossover and black exploitation movies with like and them uh, with them using uh martial arts and even then the love of bruce lee within the black community yes i remember watching the documentary for um what well was like a mock, not a documentary what's the one where they do like a it's it's told with like actors but it's like the story of it's not a documentary but whatever you know when they talk about people's life stories but they have people uh portraying it. It's not an actual, like the, oh, the following of the I don't think. I can't think of the word. But they did that with Wu-Tang and they were talking about, you know, when you think about the music of Wu-Tang, a lot of it is influ- heavily influenced by like uh, Chinese and Asian culture, uh, like general mm-hmm. Asian culture because, Even the name of <laughs> right, because they grew up and like they made a good point is like on when you, in a lot of poor neighborhoods, the access to the television that they had were like cable uh, a few channels on the cable and like they would play movies that were, I think they had, like, the rights to, or they yeah. could play un- Never Ending without having to pay any rights right. for it. Yeah. And a lot of those happen to be um, movies with martial arts and, like, Asian uh, uh, characters and actors in there. So you mm-hmm. have a huge population where uh, what they have access to a lot is that, and also there's, when you think of, like, a lot of uh, black neighborhoods, for a long time there was, like, that joke of, like, Koreans owning all the black, ha- you know, right. areas where they get the hair and the products. And then, so there's this mingling or co this, like, Overlapping of cultures, right, and it just keeps mm-hmm. going. Cause I'm like, even with music, you know, everybody was kung fu fighting. Mm-hmm. It, like, mm-hmm. it was it's it's by a black band. I can't remember who it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it was War or, mm-hmm. um, oh man, but I can't think of who it was now. Um, but yeah, that but you but you have that. I I don't think they would play the original song now. No. I know they they no. they have a different version from like Kung Fu Panda, but yeah. <laughs> that they. That they redid, They updated it for they, Yeah, they updated that. Uh, Carl Douglas. Carl, yeah. But still, like, I still remember that, that song and, like, he- having yes. heard that song. And they it a lot, yeah. No, but, but yeah, like you mentioned, like, the last, Bruce Lee, the last uh, dragon was, like, his name was Bruce Leroy. Leroy. Bruce Leroy. Bruce <laughs> Right, it just. With, you know, enough the Shogun of Harlem, I mean. It just flows very and, well over each and other. And it was fun, mm. and you also had, like, there were Asian people in that movie, too. Mm. You know, um. There's just a lot, I think, that when you think of, uh, especially nowadays, too, with, like, awareness with, like, uh, Asian rights as well as, like, Black Lives Matter and, like, a lot of the same things that they're going through. And we've had this discourse before um, occasionally where we've talked about how, you know, there's the, the, what's the, the, the good minority or whatever they the, the model minority. the model minority versus like you know black culture and how you know European standards have put or, or not standards but European structuring systems of color and like minorities has put us in like opposition of each other or tried to put us in opposition their of each hierarchy other. of colors yes thank you and so mm-hmm. even though that they have tried and in some ways have succeeded in making divisions at the same time a lot of black people love Chinese food because that was like growing up for us that was like going out and it was nice, but at the same time, we got a lot of food right. for a little bit of money and you have a lot of black community or black families, you know, utilizing restaurants and things like that because those are the people who would service their community mm. as well. Yeah, Like, I remember the people at one of our favorite places mm-hmm. to go um, when we were growing up. They knew us yes. and they knew our order. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I'm if we did anything extra so or I they were, I were like, think, like, oh, okay. we got to change it up a little. Okay. Give us some extra fortune cookies. It was great. Uh, but the point, I think I was, I think where was I going with that? It's just that there's so much I love the the amount of love that does still exist between these two cultures, even though maybe as like in the mainstream culture you don't really see it, but like there's so much overlay and so much overlap. Like, with, like the popular mm-hmm. news media is mm-hmm. trying to make there seem to be like there's this deep seated animosity. Yeah. I'm not sure how deep it is. Mm-hmm. There I'm sure there's I'm always, sure there's there's always the there are problem. always yeah. knuckleheads in every group. Every 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 group has 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 people who who cause issues, no matter what, and, and stir up drama. But I d- think for the most part, that's not really the case. Mm. Um, there it, there can be mutual respect. There are times when people take it too far, mm. and you can say that on both sides, or all sides, don't, no matter who you are. There are times when people can take things too far, of course. But I think for the most part, you can find a lot of mutual respect. Across the board, yeah. Um, cosplay is just, I f- is... I, I, f- I forgot how I got to the subject of us talking about. Uh, oh, I was talking about Wu Tang Clan and the whole uh, inspiration of why Black people are like really into a lot of things that are Asian culture. Yes. But that extends, you know. Now that um, I'm sorry, y'all. I had a train of thought and I went and I went off track. But yes, anime is one part of cosplay world. But going back to what we said earlier about like. Um, Comic books and like movies and things, even mm. like fairies and like mythical creatures, because there was just this movement now that was like I didn't even know about it before this year, but like Black Faye Day, and yeah, and yeah, I'd never I've heard of it. So this might have been it. the first year, but I don't know. But uh, it was just a, a representation of you know black people as magic can be magical creatures. And one of the funny things was I was talking to my friend and we were doing our research for it, and someone had said that there were no black fairies. And it was like, and she was like, hold on, and like did research, and there are black fae, and like, the, I mean, it's not true that are not evil, that aren't evil, and it doesn't, and that was the other thing, because we were talking about how, you know, we want to be a dark fairy, but how do you avoid the connotation of like dark being negative and not yes. necessarily? Um, so there were all these things as we were researching, like this idea of black fantasy and like us being represented in a fantasy world and not always being in those negative stereotypes of being like the evil or dark or sinister magical being. I remember. Um, the only time I've ever seen a black elf was in the movie Dungeons and Dragons that came out years oh and years God, ago. I forgot all about that. Movie. Um, yeah, it wasn't a good movie, no. and it got a lot worse after Marlon Wayne's character. Spoiler alert! Yeah, dies. yeah. God. But God, it's been out so for a long time. So, <laughs> I, so I, you know what? I rescind my spoiler alert. You should have already watched it by yeah. now. Yeah, it's been out for well over twenty years, oh. I believe, at this point. Yeah, um, yeah. But that was the first time I had ever seen. A black elf, ever, and I was like, wow. And I think that was like really like struck me. Like, yes, you can be whatever mythical creature. That's why I like Dungeons and Dragons. Um, but yeah, like here she was, and, and she was a she was one of the good guys. She was not like an evil yeah or anything. She was a good guy. Because even with like Lord of the Rings, which uh, when you look at all the fae or quote unquote good or like on the side of light. They're all I didn't see one dark elf. elf dark look, look Dark or. skinned. Yes, that's no. what I mean. Yeah, there were there were none. And then but I, I was I remember reading or listening to something where it was an interesting uh, reflection on how like all the orcs and like evil characters were dark skinned and oily yes. and like you can see that in the movies too. Yeah. And the only real brown people that were not evil were the ints and they were trees. So that doesn't count they were all. brown and green right <laughs> and like even just to, to thinking about um i was watching this post where they're talking about black vampires yeah and like the representation of that because you know you have eddie murphy and a vampire in brooklyn and, and i think G- that was the first one i'd ever seen was eddie murphy's vampire in brooklyn they're apparently because i didn't even know about until i got Shutter. i didn't know about Gonja and hess which is uh a 19, was like 1970s movie where uh, you should watch it it's pretty interesting where she's um He's a black professor, I think, and he gets bitten by like or sh- no, she's an old vampire, and she gets bitten by him, and he like. But they're all these really intelligent, like educated black people. He's an educated vampire. There's a scene where like he's at a dinner table with like a bunch of old vampires, and there's this one who's a black queen, and she was commanding respect. So there's like very there's instances within media where they start to do like black fictional characters, but it's very far and few between. And I feel like really in horror is the first. Like real places that you see earlier representations of it, you're trying to just like slide it in. But like, there are a lot of things that didn't carry over from the 70s Mm -hmm. because you're talking about that came out possibly in the 70s. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, only thing I can think of that I know about or possibly have seen from the 70s was like Shaft, Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown was was really good, though. (laughs) Side note, yeah, Foxy Brown. I mean, we're not saying anything (laughs) Foxy Brown, um, but yeah, Yeah, but those are. But those would be the things that I would think of when it comes to like the 1970s yeah. with black exploitation films. And that's the thing, it's like you super fly. You had like one or two fantasy black characters. Because even I was watching, I'm not even going to get into that. Don't, don't let me get into that. El Perdito. Uh, La Perdita, because that was terrible. Uh, but even, what my point was that now there was like this guy, his name is Kofi. I keep seeing images of him everywhere as a, a black vampire. and It's K-O-F-I. But when I try to look it up, I don't really find anything about who this person is or what show maybe it's from but he's like this midnight skin looking vampire and it looks so amazing but these visuals and then you've got when I also think of cosplay and my inspirations I think about like Missy Elliott you know in these music videos she was playing all these these fantastical uh, characters and was allowed to like run wild and do all these things so it's like cosplay is not just within like going to these conventions but you can find it in music and theater um, and like other representations of it that we could, you can be a part of, right? Or Halloween, if you want to. Well, um, even when um, we mentioned Missy Elliott. What made me think of it was um the current uh song that j- came out not too long ago from um oh, what's his name? I can't remember anything. Um. What's that dude? Uh, from, uh, Little Nas X. Oh That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, Where I it was like Montero, yeah. like. I saw the video because there was a lot of controversy surrounding it, and I'm like, what is what is going on? I don't understand all of the hullabaloo that is was blowing around. And then I watched it, and I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Because, of course, I'm watching it from beginning to end, and I'm like, the visuals were very, like, I like the visuals. You know, I'm trying to follow the story as well as listen to the words mm. in the song. And then you had me watch something where he was explaining what the each of the lyrics was meaning and representing about what he was saying. I'm like, oh, okay, I can see what he's mm-hmm. saying and I can hear it in the song. But of for course. some reason I can't say I can't say I, I I like the song. Yeah. Like, um mm-hmm. I like the uh Old Town Road song. <laughs> like that's oh my, my jam. It'll always There's probably be my jam. Was it so what Montero and the video of it I think is really cool. Like it, there's just so much that's there, and you can have like the the Black Devil, of course, but then you have the, like the Adam, yeah, you know. Like the snake. There's, there's there's so there's so much, you know. I'm thinking with uh, him being dragged in, in part of the video, it makes me think of like Icarus, mm. um, or you know, some one of the ohm Greek mythological heroes, maybe like Hercules, that being like... Samson. Yeah, Samson's yeah like being age. dragged forward. Samson is not Greek, but yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking of <laughs> him being like dragged a, before the... Right. The and brain then brain like, or. you know, to what be judged, yeah. I was like, that's very. It was very interesting. I have to say, was it so 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 uh, when I was watching? Because I also like little Nas X and a lot of his videos and the creativity of them. Because it's just another version of cosplay. But he, someone wrote in the comments, I used to be a fan, but after listening to this masterpiece, I'm a whole. I am a whole air conditioner, and I was <laughs> like, that is the greatest compliment That'd ever. Awesome. And I and I was like, but I get it because it's like. The just the other creativity, and if you're actually paying attention and just and not getting caught up in like the superficial of like, oh he's a black man doing this or oh like he's going to hell or all he's this giving other giving a lap dance to the devil. Was all laughing. this like, other beyond BS. the fact that he's giving the devil a lap dance. Why is he giving a lap? And like that says so much right there. I'm not gonna get fully into it, but honestly, just... there were a lot of people who were enjoying that lap dance, and right? that was what they were focusing on. And the thing is too, it's like. We it's amazing how certain artists we give leeway to to like explain what they're what they're trying to say, and yet for other artists, whether it's cosplay or a music video or a painter or whatever, of specific groups we're like oh you can't do that or, oh that's terrible or oh they're not saying that they're well, saying how this to you how to ex- exactly but then you can have some white dude walk around with a banana peel on his penis and they're like that is amazing art he's trying to talk about how in this world it's hard to be a white man and show your penis in public you know like some bs <laughs> like that uh, <laughs> you know i believe that's a illegal i know but it's like that some, but you get what i'm trying yeah. to say like some bs like that where it's like like what is look at that commentary on yeah. society <laughs> he's a genius and yet this other thing is like you're gonna send my child to hell and all this other stuff and like you're giving the devil a lap dance how dare you <laughs> take 17 seats please I so was like, <laughs> for those of those people who were so upset about the lap the devil getting a lap dance i was like what are you giving the devil <laughs> Honestly, right that's what you should be worried about mm, i'm like hey he's taking over hell what are you <laughs> do- what have you done today <laughs> <laughs> right exactly <laughs> when we start judging other people what, what have, have you done, done with your time <laughs> obviously not enough uh what's uh One other thing I want to talk about, too, that I love about cosplay lately is the number, the surge of body positivity, too, because I was getting a little disheartened seeing, like, a lot of just skinny or super buff people doing cosplay, and I was like, oh, maybe I can't get back into it, or, like, I'll only be able to do certain things, or I could see other people thinking that, and then it was like my phone, again, was listening to me having conversations with myself, because suddenly I kept getting, like, more and more, uh, notifications or pop ups of like plus size or full figured or disabled or whatever version of human that's out there, also as cosplayers, and I'm just like, this is what I love to see: is just seeing people living their best life. As right, things. and you can still create a ca- you can still be a character mm. and be recognized for that character. Um, but to go off of what you were saying when you were talking about uh, regarding weight, there was uh, they were having these interviews with cosplayers about whether or not they've uh, seen. Anybody who's experienced racism, or if they knew anybody that had experienced racism, or if they experienced it themselves while cosplaying, or, or anything. And there was one uh, man who was in a costume. I think he mm-hmm. was dressed as a transformer. Yeah, like I his costume him. was like, awesome. Right, was it was like, like that's a lot of time. And it, it was, and he. But I remember him saying that he purposely would wear costumes because he's on the heavier side, mm-hmm. and so he would, for his comfort, he would do different costumes based upon that. And I'm like, well, if he's comfortable, fine. Right. But I don't think that that should be something to to limit you because there are a lot of body types that can pull off things that even though I would be like, man, I didn't think you could do that. But you look there, are times you where it, yeah. there are times when a person who has a, a fuller figured body type can pull off something and I'm like, I would not have thought that it's just that would work. Yeah, but they may, but like you make it, it work for make your body. Yeah. Um, and. I feel like you can do that with a lot of characters. It doesn't really matter. You can you can dress up as quite a few. Like there isn't really much that will stop you it, unless no. you you want it to or unless you feel uncomfortable, but it should be something that's fun. Yeah. That was the main thing that people were saying, a lot of the the people who were being interviewed in some of the articles and just in some of the videos we watched is that the idea of this whole thing uh should be fun. And to go to a part you made earlier this takeaway, it's like the world and everything we deal with is crazy enough as it is and like the ability to kind of like step outside of that and kind of enter into this world that you've created a character of yourself with and like be able to decompress from like the craziness and just be yourself is what's important and if you're having fun doing it and you're enjoying the time putting in the people you meet then like go for it like any age it doesn't matter how old you are what i mean it, it should be using power tools if you're a child and trying to build a costume but yeah, have you know. have uh, your parents or someone exactly. who's an adult help you but any your whatever you do and if you're interested in it like and you and you can start small too that's the other thing it's like it doesn't have to be a whole grand costume the first time you do it you could do little things and slowly start building and get comfortable there's tons of things online for how to's because everyone's sharing and, and the things that they've learned, the skills that they've made are picked up along the way. So it's a very thriving community out there. Yeah, but just know that, like, with everything else, you'll have the good, the bad, and the ugly and the, the, ugly and the weird. Um, and you'll have those untreasured trolls who will be out there to, to say negative things, which reminds me of another uh, video that I saw hmm on YouTube, where this person was talking about, there was a black uh cosplayer who it was her first cosplay and she got a lot of harsh criticism mm. from Untreasure Trolls. And <laughs> <laughs> I just keep thinking of Treasure Trolls. And I was like, I call bellies. them Untreasure Trolls. <laughs> uh, they lost their jewels and that's why they're so upset. And their, and their hair too. Yeah. Mm. See? See what happens? That negativity just made it all fall out. But because of all of the negative comments she received like she blocked her uh, account and she just kind of took it down mm-hmm. and the person was saying like how they wish she would not have done that because she just let the untreasured trolls win even though the cosmic community is very open and welcoming of course you will have some people who are not they no matter where you are it's yeah. just like any other community the, you know you have those knuckleheads that decide that their way is the best way and you can't do this because you have to look like this you have to dress like this you got to have this body type or whatever it is um, but how he had wished that she would be able to feel comfortable to possibly continue doing it especially since that was her first time mm. and her her cosplay was really great and she got enough positive feedback from people that she decided to she said to try again yeah Mm. and and i thought that was great because like here you have somebody who it was their first time they're putting that out there and people who just want to be nasty for no i'm about for no for no reason Mm. right um had something negative to say, what they pro- most likely wouldn't have said to her face. That's the other thing about it. 90,000% of the time, it's people who don't even have the guts to say stuff to your face. So, like, I mean, it, it does suck when you see that, but at the same time, I was telling a friend, I was like, I don't even look at comments when I post stuff anymore because I don't care if it's, like, nice stuff that I see from friends. Like, you know, I'll take the effort to, like, read it. But other than that, I don't give a about because you're not in my life and there's another person who I had met cosplaying like a long time ago and she had basically said that like they're not in your space they don't engage in your world they're not integral to how you live your life so whatever they have to say means absolutely nothing so you know they're and it's like they're taking the time to sit there and hash on you what are they doing with their life obviously nothing because they have all because this time, time to so. sit there and, and talk about people right it's like go get yourself some do something else over there take several seats I'm over here doing my own thing as as a friend of mine once said and I'm going to amend it a little bit but opinions are like buttholes everybody has one mm. and I was like and you're not necessarily interested what's <laughs> nope. in it so I was like and if that's the case like what do I care What you have to say, and I think um, that's the kind of attitude or to be prepared to Mm -hmm. know that people are going to have negative things to say. And as soon as you see it, be like, I can skip that comment and move on to the next one. And I think that's the thing is not to get caught up in the negativity. Like, sometimes if I get bored while I'm looking at something, I might read a comment Mm -hmm. or two, and sometimes I find them funny. But as soon as they become nasty and malicious, I'm like, I'm done. I'm over it. Yeah, because there's no reason to, like, even – put yourself through it and the or whole point the time. whole point of this is like this makes you feel good so do it because it makes you remember why you want to be a part of it like remember why this thing brings you joy and like just do it with that because you know there's people out there that love it too and feel the same way right and the cosplay community is open for everyone hashtag black cosplayer here there is one more thing that i wanted to that I wanted to say at the beginning but I forgot Mm -hmm. which was to have a tiny history lesson on the term cosplay. I looked it up in our friend Wikipedia. I just assumed it stood for costume play. Well, it does because the term cosplay is a Japanese portmanteau of the English terms costume and play. The term was coined by Nobuyuki Takahashi of Studio Hard after he attended the nineteen eighty four World Science Fiction Convention or WorldCon in Los Angeles Ooh. and saw costumed fans which he later wrote about in an article for the Japanese magazine My Anime. Takahashi decided to coin a new word rather than use the existing translation of the English term masquerade because that translates into Japanese as an aristocratic costume which did not match his experience of the world con the coinage reflects a common japanese method of abbreviation um in which the two f- first two moras of a pair of words are used to form an independent compound costume becomes kosu and play becomes pure i probably did not pronounce that well cuz uh, i don't speak japanese so my bad but just like learning about that i was like wow that's pretty interesting like Somebody f- came from Japan to the mm-hmm. United States. It was like, "Oh I mean, y'all out yelling, like, like, huh? Y'all are, <laughs> huh. Y'all are. let me create a new word, and now it like." It I stuck. feel like it was a Japanese American. Like he was like Meldy. He's like, "Oh, okay. Uh, you know what they're doing back in America? It's this thing called cosplay." <laughs> but of course, you know. As the Japanese have historically done, they take something and they take it to a whole other level, and I and then it came back around it because like it's very popular in Japan. Yeah, cosplay is huge. I mean, that's a whole oh whole other level. Yeah, and now you know coming different here world. to America, like it's huge and it's you have all of these like conventions and different things where people can go. Like even like the supernatural convention mm. that they had. Uh, you know, there are people who dress up like there's so many whatever your things. fandom is there's, there's a something con for you. And a cosplay for it. there sure is. I could say that and I say that with a surety and I don't even know if that's for sure, but I'm pretty sure because it's no like it's I've probably seen it. for sh- it's yeah. probably pretty sure you can find something somewhere. that's the well, you know, that's my whole goal is once things start really opening up, uh, I plan to start tending and taking road trips to to little cons and getting my little costume life on. I've made my first pair of horns and first costume piece in five years. So I feel like it's time to get back on that horse. Yeah, I would have to buy myself a costume. And I I would do that. I would I'm I would learning how to a costume sew, y'all. and probably <laughs> work on and have to like watch several tutorials on makeup because I'm just like all thumbs. You, just, you <laughs> I can just, still get it messed up, but I'm like, I gotta keep watching. wing it. I find, I made my first uh, bloody scabbed uh, neck wound one time after washing things and using whatever materials I had, and it lasted pretty much the whole night until I started getting sweaty in the club dancing, and then, then my neck wound fell off. So it's, you know, you can make it work. You just gotta, it, it's not that hard, Kristen. You can do it if you believe. I believe, but I also know myself that I can easily confuse simple directions. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> thanks for agreeing with me on that one. Yeah, yeah. Why does she does? I was like, why even are you? You'll figure it out. Uh, so what are we doing next time for the, re- the rest of uh Madness May? Well, May next Madness. time we will be discussing the anime Yasuke that is now currently yes. streaming on Netflix. Is it Yasuke? Or Yasuke? You know, they say it's Yasuke, change. but I, you know. Well, before uh, when I said Yasuke, you were like, it's Yasuke. Well, so because that's, like, that's what I heard them pronounce it as. Yeah. So it's, let's go with Yasuke. I have to listen to it in the in Japanese, Japanese version. Yeah. I've already watched it in English because I wanted to hear Lakeith Stanfield. Right. And it's only six episodes, y'all. So y'all, it's a quick episodes watch. episodes of a lot of Yeah, stuff. make sure you pay attention. It's like they try to fit every anime into it. (laughs) We'll we'll get we'll get into that uh, with the next episode for sure. So join us next time uh, for Yasuke or Yasuke, however you want to say it. Let's go with Yasuke. Currently streaming on Netflix. All right, let's put these uh, colorful black cosplay crayons back in the box. Yes. Until next time. Look for us on all major streaming platforms. Don't forget to like.